Hello, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this. My name is Monica Irvin, and this is ParentWise with Monica, and I am happy to be here with you. You all, thank you for listening. I, uh, I appreciate it, and I appreciate um, all of you that have left comments and all of you that have left me a review, this podcast a review on iTunes and have made comments, and all of you that have shared this podcast on your social media and uh, just have told people about it, and just really, truly thank you. Um, I do appreciate that so much. I'm excited, like I hope all of you are, are about just, just things slowly getting back to normal. So, as many of you homeschoolers know, our homeschool conventions are all scheduled for this spring and summer, and none of us really know what to expect, and all of us vendors are really nervous as far as, um, you know, just we, everyone wants to be safe, and um, we all want to get back to our life, and we uh, want there to be good turnouts if it can be done safely and we're just going to be praying for all of that uh we're going to be praying that we can all uh, meet somewhere along the road this spring or summer and i'm really excited i my first convention is in two weeks i'm going to lincoln nebraska uh, to that homeschool convention and then i guess in march we've got the two great homeschool conventions one in missouri and one in south carolina so um, I just am so excited, and we'll make the best of it, uh, regardless of of um, how those go, but excited to be back on the road to be able to meet with all of you. Uh, that is what drives me. I know it drives many vendors, <clears throat> is, <coughs> excuse me, is that um, it's just so rewarding to actually get to talk one-on-one with you and with so many parents and it just I walk away from every homeschool convention like you do so uplifted and encouraged about our future and the future of our children because I meet such wonderful people I also wanted to just throw out a few reminders just so you understand and know about some other resources that we have For the past, I think we've been going five weeks now, um, I have been participating in something called Impact for Teens, and I hope at some point your teenager will be able to participate in one of these series. It has been so fun, and I'm getting really great feedback. Basically, every Monday night, me and a group of teenagers meet together on Zoom, and we, I teach a particular topic. This past uh, Monday night, we were on the topic of dating and courtship, and uh, it was so fun, and I've just had a lot of great feedback, and so it's an eight-week series, and I'll offer a couple of those a year, but that's been wonderful. Our Rise Up for Families for Parents is always, oh, I can't even describe how fun that's been, and What a blessing it's been to all of us who have participated. But those doors will open again on July 1st. And so something to just keep in mind. All right, let's let's jump in. I'm excited to uh, share this topic with you. So the question is, can I teach my children to take initiative? 
And the answer is yes, exclamation point. Yes, yes, yes. My parents were really good at teaching all four of their children how to take initiative and they expected us to take initiative. And it has been a huge blessing, I think, in all of our lives. It is something, you all, that can be taught. It is something that a parent can raise the bar of expectations for your children. And it will bless them in their personal life and their professional life, if they have a professional life. Um, So let's talk about a few things. This um, I'm just going to give you some short pointers. And even though what I talk about might seem just a little too simple, Um, I know personally that it can have huge impact on how your children go about their day. Of course, I've started talking and I'm having trouble having something in my throat. So excuse me. Um, Let me take another little drink. As you all know, I don't edit my podcast. I honestly, I just don't have time. (laughs) So you get what you get Uh, if there's mistakes made and Me coughing, you just hear that as part of the podcast because I just don't go to the trouble of editing. So, what's first? Well, the first thing is what is initiative and how do we describe it to our children? And what it is, is it's a state of mind. That's what it is. It's a state of mind that I have the power. I have the know-how. I have the intelligence to act. I don't need others, including my parents, to command me, ask me, coerce me in all things. None of us should need to be asked to do all things. The Lord has given us a brain. And has blessed us with incredible intelligence. Every soul. Incredible intelligence. And that intelligence, he means for us to use for good purposes. Plus, the most important thing he gave us is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is that whispering voice that helps us to remember and know all things that we should do. So what I would recommend, it's never, even if you've just got one person in your family that struggles to take initiative and everyone else does pretty good, I still would make this a family affair. It would always benefit all of us to be reminded of the importance of taking initiative. So if you were me, I would recommend sitting down and having a family meeting to discuss taking initiative. Start with the definition of it. Go around and ask your kids, what do you think initiative is? Give me an example of someone who takes initiative and just have a conversation about it and then give them a whole lot of examples. Have everyone bring up as many examples as they can. For instance, I'm going to give you some. Like, you see the dog bowl is empty. It needs, the dog needs more water. Do you just pass it by and, and, you know, know that your mom will get it? Or do you go ahead and fill it up because the dog needs some water? What if you see that the toilet roll is empty or you just use the last piece of toilet paper? 
What do you do? You feel it. What if you see someone got some mud on the floor? Well, maybe instead of going around announcing to the whole family, somebody got mud on the floor, there's mud on the floor. What if you just go ahead and clean it up? And then after you clean it up, maybe go to your brother or sister and say, Hey, by the way, I'm sure you didn't know it, but there was mud on your shoes. I cleaned it up, but you might want to clean your shoes. What if you go by the wash and notice that the wash has stopped, so the clothes are finished washing, and they need to be put in the dryer? I am sure, like you, (laughs) your kids have come and said, Mom, I need to put uh, my clothes in the wash, but I mean in the dryer, but there's clothes in the dryer. I remember that conversation with my child. (coughs) Excuse me. And I was like, oh my goodness, what, what does it take? Um, you know, if I'm hungry, so what do you do if I'm hungry? Do we need our mom to actually fix us food? Honestly, past the age of five or six, I, we really don't. We can all uh, get ourselves a sandwich. If you haven't taught your three-year-old how to make a PB&J, it's past time, you all. They're so capable. Um, they can do that. You know, sometimes uh, pouring a bowl of cereal, the dangerous part is pouring that milk. Well, you know what? You could get a little container with a lid on it that you pour a little milk in for your little kids. So when they need to make their own bowl of cereal, they can pour the milk in without having to worry about pouring a big gallon of milk and spilling it. What about if a a child or somebody, anyone in the family, opens a drawer in the kitchen that's so disorganized and they can't find anything and they can see that it hasn't been organized in a long time? Whose job is that? It's everyone's job. What if you're walking up to the front door and you look down and you see a big weed growing along the sidewalk? Whose job is that? What if you see the mailman come to the mailbox whose job is it to get the mail what if you walk through the house and you see one of the plants in your home and the leaves are all wilted you can tell it needs water whose job is that what if you walk by your mom's bedroom and you see that she hasn't made her bed yet she normally does but she hasn't made her bed yet today well what if you made it for her What if you walk into the kitchen and you see there's some crumbs on the kitchen counter, whether someone has missed it or maybe someone forgot? Whose job is that? Maybe from last night, the family watching movies, all of the pillows and the the movie blankets are just on the couch left unfolded from the night before. Whose job is that? To fold them up and make everything look nice again. What if a sister or brother needs a little help with some math? Whose job is that? So what I would also recommend is your family focusing on taking initiative for a month. Just, I think it is so helpful, and this is called purposeful parenting. When we take a particular subject and for one month we just focus on it. That's what we do in Rise Up. That's why it's so effective because what happens is when we take a particular topic and just make that be a topic of discussion for a month, it's amazing 
how many times throughout the days and the weeks that that topic, that situations will come up that are related to that topic because that's where your brain is. And that's where real learning takes place. So how do you focus on it for a month? Well, you just make a little calendar. Just take a calendar, a piece of paper and draw out a calendar. All that needs to be on this calendar is just the days, what days they are. Uh, maybe you could do a dry erase marker and use your refrigerator as the calendar. And just ask your family to each day, including mom and dad, to just write on the calendar, small, uh, just what they took initiative on each day. And ask them if they would try to list something every day regardless of how small it is. And your kids might get kind of silly finding the smallest thing they can take initiative on. Like they might say, I saw a piece of lint on a pillow and I removed it and put it in the trash. But hey, that's something, isn't it? I mean, it is something. Um, I saw a dead leaf on the plant and I pulled it off. That's something. And my goodness, what would what would happen if every single day so everyone in the family took initiative to do something, regardless of how small? It's really about just training our children to think differently, you all. That's why this matters. And hopefully, after this month of having some fun with it and as always, whenever I'm teaching kids a skill or trying to focus on a skill, try really hard not to not to turn it into something negative and something that you're riding your kids all day, but just have some fun with it. Celebrate it when they write something on the calendar. Make a big deal about it. Thank them for it. And because you really don't want it to be a negative experience. You want it to be a fun experience and and just the idea of taking initiative. I'll tell you what was going to happen. I already know. If you if you actually, if your family takes this seriously, then <laughs> you'll have to warn them about this. But what's going to happen is when they start going out into the world and other places, it will drive them crazy how people don't take initiative. Like they'll go into, you know, uh, they'll go to someone's house or, or just go somewhere and there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. And they'll go, really? Who was the last person that used this bathroom and didn't make sure there was more toilet paper for the next person? Because once you get in the frame of mind of taking initiative, it really is frustrating that other people don't. I I have a little um, cartoon about taking initiative and there's a man standing in front of a desk of his boss and the two word bubbles is the boss says, so-and-so, Sam, uh, when are you going to start taking initiative? And the word bubble above the employee, sir, I want to. As soon as you tell me when, I'll do it. Um, and so we don't want to be those people <laughs> that, that struggle to have to be told to do everything. Okay, I'm going to give you one example of another really effective thing you can do to help teach your kids initiative. And this is something that I hope you'll take this lesson and continue on with this because you need time 
for everyone to be able to practice. But another part of taking initiative is learning how to plan things. I, I can't tell you how many people in my life um, will come and say, Monica, will you help me plan this or that? I mean, I, I love planning. It's great. But then they'll add because I don't know how. Um, whether it's planning a baby shower or planning a, a party for this or this or that. Um, or just planning a vacation or just any of those things. And a lot of people don't do those things because they're intimidated by it. And for some people, it seems that's ridiculous. You know, everyone can make plans. But honestly, while it's a skill and it's part of the taking initiative process, but it's also part of teaching our children how to be responsible how to be accountable and when you are the planner that's what that's a perfect example of someone who's capable and implementing taking initiative so i'll give you an example of, of an assignment that i would give a child and then run with this example in other areas so i would assign one of your kids for example um, that they're going to be in charge of a family hike. And maybe you let your kids decide, you know, each child's going to decide what family activity they want to be in charge of. And maybe you're going to assign one child a month to plan a family activity. And so, and even though it might sound like I'm overcomplicating this process, but what I can tell you is that the reason this is so helpful is because of the skills that you are teaching your children. And actually, when you take the time to well-plan things, it, it really boosts the probability that your family activity is going to be successful and more enjoyable for everyone. Because one of the things that I believe unifies families the most is that when everyone contributes to activities and when we lay the groundwork for people, for our family, the people in our family to get excited and the more we plan and the more we talk about it, the more excited everyone gets. So. So let's say you've got a child and they've decided your family is going to do a family hike. So the first thing, and you can sit there and, and help your child the first time they do this. You're going to walk them through it step by step. But then the next time, they're going to do most of this on their own and maybe check in with you along the planning stage. So first, you and your child are going to sit down and get the calendar out and you're going to pick a day. A pick a day for the family meeting regarding the activity and the actual activity. So on the calendar for next month, we're gonna put down when we're gonna to meet to tell the family about the activity and organize it and what day we're actually gonna go on the hike. And then with that child, you all are gonna come up with a supply list. Well, what do we need for a family hike? Well, we need backpacks, we need drinking water and uh, water containers perhaps. Um, we need snacks, maybe a lunch, a first aid kit, uh, a camera, 
I mean, it's fine if you just want to use your cell phone as the camera, but just to talk about those things. Um, maybe you would want to take a wildflower or bird identification book, you know, things like that you could talk about. So once the supply list is formed, then what information do you need? You're going to make a list of that. Well, we're going to find out um, how far you and your child are going to find out or decide how far a hike do you want to do, taking into consideration everyone in your family. Um, what is there any particular, you know, land beauty thing that you want to see? Are you more into trying to find a waterfall? Are you more into just uh, seeing how well you all can take a mountain? Uh, do you want to have an overlook? You know, what features on the hike are you most interested in? And then, of course, you and your child are going to look up hikes and you're going to pick one out. That, I mean, because this child's in charge of it. So really, they get to make some of these decisions. And so based on what that child wants and taking into account uh, all of the family members, and how far of a drive do we want to go? Because is this an all-day thing? I mean, do we want to drive two hours to be able to start a hike? And taking into account, well, if we drive two hours and we start a hike at 10 a.m., you know, what time are we going to be back? And so just all of that. And so once all of that's decided, your supplies, the information, when and what hike you're doing, then you're ready to go to this family meeting with the information and knowing that you're going to gather a little bit more, get a little more organized at the family meeting. So your child is in charge of the family meeting. So at this family meeting, they're going to announce what the activity is and they're going to ask if there's any objections or any concerns. And then if there are concerns, once your child describes what the hike is, how far it is, and kind of gives all the details, then yes, they can take concerns. And someone might bring up a concern that the person in charge has not considered. And so that's where then the family and the person who's planning the hike have, have to keep an open mind that just because a plan is made does not mean a plan can't be changed. And so the skill of being flexible is a very important skill. And that's why this process is really important because we're also teaching our children how to handle when they have to change something and how to um, make concessions to other people's needs, things like that. Um, and so then once it's been established and, and the hike where, where and, and so that person who's planned the hike can be the seller of the hike, you know, talking about what features are on it, why they picked it, and try to get the family excited about this particular hike. Then it's time to kind of uh, have everyone decide who's going to be in charge of what and who's going to carry what, who's going to be carrying backpacks, and and let each family member be in charge of something like Someone's in charge of making sure we have the bug spray and the sunscreen. Someone's in charge of making sure all the water bottles are filled and passing them out to everyone to carry. Um, someone's in charge of the lunch and the snacks, a couple of people, and everyone votes on what, what do we want for lunch that day and, 
and snacks that day? Who's going to be the family photographer for this trip? It's really, I have found it really helpful to have a single person and rotate that job to be the family photographer. Um, Unless someone just loves to do that and no one else really cares if the same person does it. You know, that's just something to keep in mind. Um, And... And you just divide up the jobs, and the person who's um, in charge of this will have a checklist so that the night before or the morning of the hike, their checklist, they check off everyone's assignments. Okay, mom had the tuna salad sandwiches. Mom, do you have those? Check. Dad has the water bottles. Dad, check. And I mean, you just go through, and so the person that's in charge creates a checklist based on the family meeting, who is going to be responsible for everything. And then the morning of the hike, you all, it's not disorganized chaos. It's organized. Everyone's excited. Everyone feels good that you have all the supplies you need. And you can have a lovely day with your family. And then, of course, the best part is when you get back home, maybe the next day, you have a recap of the of the fun activity, and whoever took the family photos can show the family photos to everyone uh, in some format. That is an activity that you can do month after month with your children planning different activities. And you all, I promise you, when you have when you get organized about your family fun. You can have so much fun as a family and it not cost money, but it takes, it takes um, imagination and thinking outside the box and that's why you need your kids to help you. Um, a family activity can be a planned movie night out in the backyard, but it can still be taken just as precisely as what we just went through and And it's about your teaching your kids skills that they can apply in so many different areas of their life. Just as as the Lord does not expect to have to command us in all things, none of us should need to be commanded in all things. But truly, taking initiative is a skill And it's our responsibility as parents to teach this skill to our children and to create circumstances and experiences so that our kids can learn this skill. What is the most fun thing about teaching this skill? You all, I don't know really what builds confidence like kids learning this skill because it feels good. At first, they might think, how could this feel good? All I'm doing is creating more work for myself if I'm going to go around looking for things I need to take initiative and do. But what they don't realize, but hopefully you do realize, is that it is what gives us confidence in ourselves. We need confident children moving into this future. We need to raise up children who believe in themselves who are not afraid to, to step out and take action. We teach them by teaching them how to take action on small things. And then that builds so that one day they can take action on big things and more important things. 
and it, but it starts in the home, as all things do. So I hope you get excited about attacking this skill with your kids. And as always, y'all, thank you. Thanks for listening. Um, if you ever want to, I love when you leave comments. You're welcome to email me, monica at theetiquettefactory.com. If you have any questions or, or want to um, shoot me another idea for a podcast, that would be wonderful. And as always, we have great resources at fundamentalsforkids.com as well as the Etiquette Factory. Have a wonderful day. Bye.